It's time for the LaneCast with Montana's very own Talkin' Ag, Lane Nordland, your voice for agriculture. Welcome to the Agriculture Conversation here on the LaneCast. We are going to continue to talk about those issues that impact the nation's farmers and ranchers. And one issue that many producers face is the question, does your farm or ranch have a website? Are you connected to consumers via social media? These are pretty big questions that farmers and ranchers ask themselves each day, and they weigh the cost and the benefits that come with an online presence. And the focus of today's show is a family-owned business called Ranch Hacks. It's a technology consulting firm based in Montana, which is focused on serving the ranching and livestock industry and their online needs. Our guest will be the owner of Ranch Hacks, Smitty Smith, and we will come back with a conversation we had at the Montana Stock Growers Association Association mid-year event just a few weeks ago. But today's show is brought to you in part by the Public Lands Council, celebrating 50 years of advocating for the Western ranchers who preserve the nation's natural resources while providing vital food and fiber to the nation and the world. Learn more about their 50th annual meeting taking place September 26th through the 29th in Park City, Utah at publiclandscouncil.org. We'll be back with Smitty Smith with Ranch Hacks right after this. Don't forget to subscribe to the LaneCast on the Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and other podcast apps. Now, back to the show. As promised, we are back with Smitty Smith, the owner of Ranch Hacks. And during the 2018 Montana Stock Growers Association mid-year event held in Dillon, Montana, Smitty and I discussed what his company Ranch Hacks is. If you're on Twitter or Facebook or other social media platforms, you have seen Smitty tweeting and Ranch Hacks tweeting about innovations in the ranching industry. But Smitty, how are things going here today? Uh, during the event in Dillon, the weather was beautiful and there was ranchers from all over the state of Montana gathered here. How, how did you enjoy that event? Uh, it's been great. It's um, I really love Dillon, Montana. It's a beautiful town. Um, I really like the, the area and coming out to the Montana Stock Growers, we've been doing this for about three years and I don't think I've missed an event and I, I love the people. Um, it's a great group of guys and it's a great culture to hang out with. Now let's talk about Ranch Hacks. In the agriculture industry, we have to be innovative to be successful. We have to look towards the future, and we need to look at the tools at hand to help make what we do out on the ranch easier. Let's talk about Ranch Hacks and its mission to help the ranchers out there, not only in Montana, but across the nation and the world. So uh, Ranch Hacks, we're, our focus is, is to help the ranchers manage technology within their operation. Most of these guys have an operation, they've acquired an operation, some of them are generations old, so they don't really need me to come in and tell them how to redo their operation. What they really need is somebody to come alongside them and help them figure out how to use technology that they think should be able to do something, but they haven't been able to quite get it dialed in. And that's really what I want to do is come along and partner with them and getting that technology to work the way they think it should and deliver the uh, the efficiencies and, the, and the, the profits that they think that should. Let's just talk about some of those efficiencies. What are some of those projects you're working on with ranchers to help streamline some of those processes? Let's use some of those examples that ranchers should be interested in. And maybe if they're not, they can look into more of what ranch hacks can provide them. Because if we don't look towards investing in certain technologies, we could be left behind, especially in terms of what consumers want to know about ranches as well. But what are some of those projects you're working on with ranchers currently? So one of the things that's that I think is is 
really important and, and a struggle sometimes to get them to understand. On your show, we talk a lot about social media and a lot about agricultural uh, advocacy. And some of the really simple stuff, like an email address. Um, you know, you, you, you see a lot of ranchers' uh, business cards, and it'll say, you know, uh, John Doe at uh, threerivers.net because Three Rivers is their internet provider. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's, it's sometimes a challenge to get them to understand that using, you know, to, to actually get a domain name that is the, probably their ranch name, circlek.com, and then having an email address that says John Doe at circle, circlek.com. Really not that expensive. It's really, really cheap branding and advertising. Um, and to the outside world, that's a big deal because um, in, a, in a startup company out of, out of Silicon Valley or really any place else in America, one of the first things that they're going to do when they get an idea is start searching domain names. And if your email address is... Uh, in my neck of the woods, sbcglobal.com, everybody's kind of wondering if you're really solid. Now, I know that's not the case out here in ag country, um, but when you're trying to have, uh, you know, when you're trying to have an influence and when you're trying to, when you're trying to get people outside of the ag industry to believe that you're a real company, to believe that you're, you know, um, you know, some of these companies, some of these ranches are handling 35, 40 million dollar budgets. You know, something as simple as having that domain name, having that email address, right? Um, and then moving to things like using G Suite, using uh, Office 365 to to manage a lot of the business. Um, that's a, that provides them with actually a lot of benefit um, in terms of ease of use, in terms of backup, in terms of off-site backup, which is so important. Now, there's probably some folks scratching their heads or maybe shaking their heads thinking, you know, we, we don't need to invest in a website. We don't need to... We just raise calves, they get sent to the Midwest, they go to a feedlot, we don't see them after they leave this ranch. Well, what we are seeing across the consumers, especially with different generations, is that consumers want to know where their food is coming from. They want to have that connection with the farmer, with the rancher, and see where that beef was raised or where that wheat was growing. And that's why it's important to know what you're doing when looking for a domain name in creating a website, because I did it myself. I was, I'm still confused going to GoDaddy and getting my own domain names, but that is just a start. And that's just one of the many opportunities that you are, would be able to help these ranchers out or farmers in general with your Ranch Hacks company. What is maybe one of the number one things that you see that people in general going into business for the first time, what, is, what are some of those mistakes they make on the tech end of things, whether that being a website, a social media platform and whatnot, and, and how Ranch Hacks can help a business like a farmer ranch succeed in getting their message out there that's a that's a big part of who who ranch hacks is um, what we really want to do is is help businesses um, I'm, I'm focused on on ranches and farms um, but help them understand we're really focused on management how do I manage so you you bring up a good question right it's like do I need a website that's the first question is do I need a website right yes or no that's that's not my decision that's yours as a business decision right all right I need a website okay uh, how much website do you need do I need you know do I need to pay somebody you know the average cost right now to, to have a professional website developed ranges between fifteen hundred and five thousand dollars right um, but but a lot of these guys don't need all that 
right? Um, so how much website do I need? If I need a website, what do I want it to do? Do I, do I want to post updates once a week? If I do want to post updates once a week, how much technology am I willing to go through to do that, mm -hmm. to get that new, new one up there, right? So, so there's the, these are all management issues. These are all issues that you need to think about at the front end when you, when you, when you have the website built, you need to be thinking about, okay, I'm going to have to use this thing once a week in order to post my updates and, and my information and my content. And if that's painful, you're not going to do that very often. So it's those kind of things. It's that management detail of not necessarily how do I build a website, because most, most of these cowboys, they're not going to build it. They're going to either get it done or they're going to hire somebody to do it for them. So what they really need to know, is, what they really need to understand is how do I make these management decisions about how much website do I need? Maybe Facebook is better for you, depending on what you're doing. Maybe Twitter is better for you. A lot of what we do is in, in our workshops is we talk about that. We talk about what is Facebook's business model and how does that affect how effective you're going to be and how effective of a tool it's going to be for you and how costly of a tool is it's going to be for you depending on what you're trying to do. What are some of those other aspects of the workshops that you host for producers? What are maybe some of those key points that you're sharing and some key takeaways that a producer can start utilizing as soon as they walk out the door? So we start right from the very beginning. Um, we start with uh, operating systems, Microsoft uh, Windows, Apple's Mac OS X, uh, Chrome, Chromebook or the, or the Chrome OS, which a lot of guys haven't heard of, but is probably one of the most exciting ones for them, and Linux. We go through all three of them. We, do, we talk about the pros and the cons. I don't go into the de technical details of why each one's different or any of that. I simply go through total cost of ownership and the risks and things like that so that you can make some some management decisions around the operating system you're currently using and whether you need to stay with that or whether it would be an advantage to switch to something else. We talk about hardware and and we go through that same process of what what are the key decisions in how I and in, in how I choose hardware and and what to use. We go through social media and we talk about the benefits of social media and, and making some key choices that keep you involved and make it a, a sustainable activity if you're, if you're interested in, in advocating for agriculture you need to make it a sustainable event so so we we help people figure out how to do that we go through um, the different systems that are available for for example G Suite from Google uh, Office 365 from from Microsoft uh, the Apple system we go through all of those and when we give you some keys and some matrices that you can that will help you figure out how you can use those and which ones are going to be the best advantage to you um, and it continues I mean uh, it's the the workshop is a three to four hour workshop um, and I'm we're we're really promoting it because we want to get people in so that they can get a baseline of understanding about how to manage right this is not this is not technical details this is this is management details how do I as a manager make decisions about what I'm going to use next we follow that up with some implementation that'll come later and I'm, I'm still early so we're still developing those those initial key workshops but level two will be more about implementation what would you tell a producer that maybe is on the fence about looking towards a website uh, what are those maybe one or two key points that you would share with them not not forcing them to do that of course but uh, encouraging them to promote the generations that their ranch has been out on the landscape producing beef taking care of these natural resources that's my view of telling our story but what would you tell a producer the importance of being on the world wide web you know I, I listen to your show and I'm I'm really behind you on on agricultural ag advocacy I 
Those guys that are out there with blogs and stuff that are telling the, the ag story is really important. So to your question, it, you know, trying to decide how you're going to, whether you need a website or not, right? If you're a commercial producer, then from the commercial production side, you probably you probably only need like a business card website that just says, you know, who you are, your ranch name, key contact people. Um, but I would encourage you to, to, to do a blog. Um, I would encourage you to... Uh, to tell your story, to tell, a, to talk about the care you take for your animals, to, to talk about you know the the animals that you work really hard to save, those those late nights that you stay up, uh, you know saving that calf or or helping that mama deliver her calf, right? Because getting that story out to the to America tells the tells America that it it's not just a slab of of red protein hanging in the in the meat case. There's a story behind it, right? If you're a if you're a seed stock producer. Um, you've probably already got a website. Um, you need to develop some matrices around how how effective that website is for you. Is it delivering on what you've decided that website should be delivering? And I think there's some weaknesses there. We've got we've got some key cookie cutter approaches to that. I think there's some better ways to do it. I want to make it clear: Ranch Hacks doesn't want to be in the business of of managing or creating your websites for you because we think there's a better way to do it. We think that there's there are ways where you can manage a lot of that yourself, and we can remove the pain points so that you can do it yourself. Now, uh, last question, where can folks uh, learn more and uh, find information about Ranch Hacks? So right now, the best place to find information about us is at our website at ranchhacks.com. Um, we're going to be on the ground and doors open on uh, August 1st uh, here in Dillon. Um, we won't have a storefront. We're, we're mobile. So for you ranchers, I'm not asking you to come into town. I will come to you. Um, you go to our website, that'll be the best, best place to know when, when we're actually open and available. Um, if you have questions prior to that, you can email me at info at ranchhacks.com. Again, that was Smitty Smith with Ranch Hacks, which will be coming online August 1st to help livestock producers tell their story and also have a voice and an online presence on the World Wide Web and social media. For more information on Smitty and Ranch Hacks and how it's going to help take your ranching operation to the next level, just click on the Ranch Hacks link in this podcast and also follow Ranch Hacks on Facebook and Twitter. And that will do it for today's LaneCast. I'm Talking Ag Lane Nordland, your voice for agriculture. Thank you for tuning in to the LaneCast with Talking Ag Lane Nordland. For more on Lane, check out his Facebook page, Lane Nordland Ag Broadcaster and NordlandCommunications.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the LaneCast on your Apple or Android devices. We look forward to joining you next time on the LaneCast.